Willpower by Roy Baumeister One Sentence Summary Willpower is a blend of practical tips and the latest scientific research on self-control, explaining how willpower works, what you can do to improve it, how to optimize it, and which steps to take when it fails you. My favorite quote from the author is, For most of us, the problem is not a lack of goals, but rather too many of them. Roy Baumeister Roy Baumeister is the Michael Jordan of willpower research. He's the man who coined the term ego depletion, which most willpower researchers draw on today, when they talk about a lack of it. Over the past decades, he built a massive catalog of studies and research on willpower, following the original marshmallow experiment by Walter Mischel. The results are compiled in this book. After having turned his ideas into a framework for building willpower every single day, I'm now proud to give Blinkist's summary a go. Here are three crucial lessons about willpower to get you started on improving it. 1. Your willpower works like a muscle. If you exercise it too much, it gets worn out. 2. Willpower begets willpower, so you can train it by using it. 3. Set compatible and clear goals, but leave leeway for your willpower. Ready to build that self-control? Well, here we go. Willpower. Lesson 1. Your willpower works like a muscle. If you exercise it too much, it gets worn out. This answers the question, how does willpower work? My friend Colin told me that this is one of the most important lessons about willpower. So it gets the spotlight here after falling a little behind when I did The Willpower Instinct by Kelly McGonagall. If you've ever run a long distance race and your legs felt wobbly, so all you wanted to do was sit down, you know how willpower works. The more you exercise it without taking breaks, the less you'll have for your next decision. Your daily willpower supply is limited, and once you've used all of your good decisions, you're done for the day. Baumeister tested this with a study, where all participants were exposed to the tempting smell of freshly baked cookies, some of which got to actually eat them, while others had to eat radishes. We'll talk about a disappointment. In the subsequent exercises, where they had to solve geometry puzzles, radish eaters quit 12 minutes earlier on average. They had spent so much willpower fighting against the cookie smell that they just couldn't exercise as much self-control later on. The fact that willpower and decision-making are intertwined can often be seen when politicians or historically important people make poor choices in their personal lives, succumbing to sexual escapades and making suspicious deals with lobbyists. Willpower. Lesson 2. The more willpower you develop, the faster you will build it. So train it by using it. This answers the question, how can I improve my willpower? So what can you do to not pull a Lewinsky when you make the office? Well, build some self-control first, of course. The way you do it is simple. Use it. Using willpower to make positive changes in your life and exert self-control on a consistent basis in small ways will help you strengthen it through all areas of your life. That's because the speed with which your available willpower for the day declines decreases as you exercise it more. For example, in a study where participants stuck to a two-week exercise program, they noticed that after the two weeks, they were also less likely to make bad food choices or postpone chores at home. The lab test results confirmed it. Their willpower had increased. That's great! because it means sticking to a budget that you give yourself might help you quit smoking, as it builds the self-control you need to resist cigarettes.
Willpower, Lesson 3. Set compatible and clear goals, but leave some flexibility for willpower fatigue. This answers the question, how can I, sure, how can I make sure I don't overstretch my willpower? How do you start making self-control a regularly exercised habit? Roy Baumeister suggests you set goals which are compatible. For example, having more business meetings over lunch and losing weight might not be a good fit. One makes the other harder to pull off. But setting a budget to quit drinking would work well, because not buying alcohol saves you money and helps you reach your other goal as well. Conflicting goals cause you stress and unhappiness and thus make it less likely for you to reach them, because you spend more time worrying about how you can make them work, instead of working to get them. Similarly, your goals should be clear, but not overly specific. When students were forced to meticulously plan their day, their grades ended up being less good than when they set weekly and monthly goals, and they gave up planning altogether earlier than their peers. Planning your day down to the last minute makes you feel forced into a structure that, when it inevitably breaks, because it's inflexible, you feel depressed and demoralized. Weekly and monthly planning allows more room for adjustments and is thus more effective. My personal takeaways from Willpower for 2017. First of all, I want to say that The Willpower Instinct by Kelly McGonigal, which is also available as an audio already, um, is a great follow-up book to this. So this book, Willpower by Ro Baumeister, the original Willpower researcher, if you will, the OG of Willpower research, um, and Willpower Instinct, they go together really well, kind of like the goals we just described. Um, uh, I have two things I want to stress here um and the first one is that so there's been all this research done your willpower is like a muscle right you only have so much da, 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 da. um and to some extent that's true but when i was referring to my friend colin in the beginning his name is colin robertson he runs a blog called willpower.co which is the best blog about willpower I know, um, he found out that in a meta-study that studied all the other willpower studies, they actually found that the effects they had observed in these other studies, they weren't really significant, right? Or so it means they didn't, the hypothesis they, ma they made didn't verify or the sample size was just too small. They tested it with 10, 20, 30 people, but it's not enough to conclude, make conclusions on a big scale. So what he learned, I think even 2016 I saw that post, was that willpower is a lot more psychological than we think. So if, if, it's, if it means the world to you to come up with a blueprint for, I don't know, your new house or your new office building, you can stand up, you can stay up all night and work on it and you won't have a problem. You won't, of course, like you will see declining, uh, diminishing returns in terms of the hours you put in. And when you get to the morning hours, it's going to be really tough. But there's nothing to stop you from doing that in terms of willpower. It's very much psychological. So Colin basically said, actually, we have to look at this differently. The biology part is only like 10, 20%. And then the psychological part is like 70, 80% of your willpower. So it's a much bigger deal what you think, how much meaning you get out of the work. Um, 
and so on and so how much you're willing to do it and and so on then it is like whether you slept well uh, well rested have eaten the right breakfast and so on and so forth i've noticed this in the past six months especially um, I have weeks where I sleep five hours on average for the weekdays and then catch up on the weekend. Again, I'm not, an, uh, I'm not saying you should sleep uh, only five hours or something. Um, but I still work fine, right? And I get a lot of stuff done. It's just because what I do brings a lot of meaning to me. So that's a little, that puts a little caveat on this other stuff. That's not to say it doesn't work. And I mean, when you think about muscles and think, keep thinking of your willpower as a muscle... Uh, the way you grow your muscles, just like you do your willpower, is by using them, right? If you do push-ups and you can do 50 max and you do 55 or even just 51, that moment when your muscle sort of breaks down because it can't take the extra pressure anymore, that's when it's broken apart and rebuilt. Literally, that's what happens in your body. And it gets stronger from that because it builds up extra capacity for the next time when you go over. And the willpower is the same thing, right? So the more disciplined you become um the more disciplined you will get so what i would recommend is make a very small change a very small tweak something you can stick to quite easily like a behavior change something around money for example is usually good like put two bucks a day in your uh, in a in a cash box where you save it something like that um make very small changes be sure to stick to them and once your discipline crosses a certain threshold you'll be off off and away I hope you enjoyed this summary. Um, check out more summaries. There's more books on willpower uh, besides the willpower instinct. Um, check out some summaries on 4-Minute Books. I hope you like them. And see you on the next one.